the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Let's go. We're on part four. Part four. Yes. Purpose, passion, and perseverance. Y'all need a little passion? Well, remember what we learned last week? Stir up the gift. Right? Encourage yourself in the Lord. 2021 is what? Here at Love Life. 2021 is the year of perseverance. It's the year of perseverance. You know what? You know when you need perseverance? When you're tired, when you're done, when you're over it. That's when perseverance needs to kick in. That's when that reserve needs to kick in. What do you have in the reserve? You know what we got in that reserve? We've got the Word of God. We've got Jesus. We've got hope. Come on. We've got hope. We've got the Holy Spirit. We've got the love of God. God. That's what we got in our reserve. So that perseverance, it's time to kick in, right? It's still 2021. It ain't over till it's over. And we're going to finish strong. It doesn't matter what's going on in your family. It doesn't matter what's going on in your situation, your financial situation. People all stressed out about Christmas. Persevere. Persevere and get a budget. <laughs> you need some help? Get that Christmas budget, you know? Don't overspend. Like, seriously, guys. It's about Jesus. It's about family. It's about church. It's about love. Like, get it straight, all right? Anyways, that was for somebody, right? We're going to finish strong, and we're going to finish being focused on success. Success in every area of our life. Spirit, soul, and body. Come on. Focus on success. How many of you guys want to succeed? In every area, come on, in your health, in your relationships, in your finances, right, in your devotion, in, in your commitment to the word, in your commitment to the Lord, in your commitment to the house of God, in your commitment to serve others, right, in your commitment to yourself. How many are ready to get, keep your own word? Yes, we got to keep our word. We're going to keep our commitments. We're going to keep our promises. And we're going to persevere no matter what. You know when perseverance quits? When the job is done. When the task is finished. And it ain't over till it's over. So don't give up. Get up. Get up. Let's go. Last week we talked about the power of choice. The greatest revelation that you will ever have in your life here on this earth is to understand the power of choice. You are a free will moral agent. You choose for yourself. Choose Jesus. Seriously. Choose Jesus. Come on. Choose life. Choose wisely. Choose your friends wisely. Choose what you listen to wisely. Choose your influences wisely. Check your heart. Check what's, what's motivating you. Come on. We need to choose wisely. The power of choice. Choose Jesus. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty-eight, 28, come to me. How many of you know that's a choice? You can go in the other direction or you can come to him. Come to Jesus. He's saying, come to me. This is a choice. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke. He's saying, take my purpose upon you and learn from me. He's saying, learn from me. Look to Jesus. We learn from him, from his authority, how he walked, how he operated. Jesus went and healed them all. Jesus took authority. 
Let's go. We look to Jesus. We follow after him. He's our greatest example. Learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. Jesus is over here talking about he's still teachable. You think you've leveled up. You think you know something. You better humble yourself. Humble yourself. And you will find rest for your souls. That's exactly what this world is looking for. They need rest for their souls because their souls are not at peace. Why? Because they're chasing meaningless, self, just selfishness. It is never satisfying. It's never enough. The car is not enough. The house is enough. The money's not enough. The relationship's not enough. Nothing is enough, right? Unless you're satisfied in Christ Jesus. None of it will ever be enough. None, do you know this world will never satisfy you? It can't. People will never satisfy you. They can't. They weren't created to fulfill your needs. Only God. God is the, he's the one that meets all of your needs. And he goes beyond, right? Look to Jesus. We look to Jesus. Fill his purpose. We're going to find rest. He says, for my yoke, my purpose is easy and my burden is light. We make God's purpose heavy and hard when we get religious. When we get religious, it's not, this whole Christian walk is not about religion. It's not about perfection. It's about relationships. It's about relationships. How many know, you know, if you have kids or you see kids and you got toddlers and you got babies and they're just barely learning how to crawl, you don't kick them down and say, get up and walk already. No, you take them by the hand. You say, you can do it. You can do it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You can do it. You can do it. And there's God encouraging you, meeting you right where you are. There is many areas of your life. There may, you, may, you may be killing it. You may be like, gains. When you come into church, your attendance, it's on, you know, you got this. But when it comes to other areas of your life, comes to your finances, you're like, oh, Lord. So there's many areas that we have to work on forever in our relationship, with our attitude, with our driving, whatever, whatever sets you off. We all have areas of our life that we need to work on, right? We need to work on self-control. We need to work on how to say no. No, it's very easy. We get ourselves too committed. So many times we're like, Auntie, can I come over? Can I spend the night? And I have to be like, no, not right now. Why? Because my word carries value. If I say yes, they know that I'm showing up. They know that I'll be there to pick them up. They know that no matter what, they are coming over and we're having a sleepover. We're doing this. So I have to be cautious, take care of my words. It's the same thing. We, gotta, we got to choose wisely what we're committing to. Don't overcommit yourself. Don't overcommit yourself. But when you say yes, follow through. Perseverance is what? It's the follow through. It's the follow-through. Consistency is key. We need to be people of our word. It's important that you keep your word. Can I get an amen? You know, we, we got to keep our word to ourselves. You know what? I'm waking up in the morning, and I'm working out. And that alarm comes, and you just hit and snooze. And you know, you know that you, you're discouraging yourself. Yourself starts saying, you're a liar. I don't believe you. You said that last week. You said that last month. You said that last year. Girl, it's the end of the year. Do you see what I'm saying? We need to keep our word to ourselves. Those little commitments, we need to start keeping them. We're going to get up. We're going to do this. We're going to do whatever. Anybody else? Woo. 
But then, you know what? You start building area, you start building self-control in that area. Nobody's got it all together. Nobody. Nobody, just saying. You may be killing in this area. And then that area, you know what, starts overflowing into another area of your life. You start getting your workout together. You start overflowing in that discipline. It starts working into your budget, right? Because now you meal prep it. Now you this, and you're like, oh, no, I ain't wasting that money. No, we got this. We got these goals. You, got, you guys, it's time to get your goals together. What do you believe in God for, right? You believe in God for a house. You believe in God for a car. You believe in God for some debt freedom. You believe in God for a new job. Get some goals out there. Get some goals. Get some seed goals in the ground. You believe in for a house? Get some seed in the ground. Get some seed in the ground in that building project. Come on. We need to just start learning God's way of doing things so that we can succeed, Right? When we learn God's way, God has principles. He has standards. He has ways of doing things. They're opposite of the world's way. They're opposite of how we think, right? But it is so important for us to learn God's way of doing things. And you know what? Not just learn them, but apply them. It is so important that we receive that information and we apply it. We apply it, right? This takes, look at your neighbor, say, time. This takes time. Like, everybody calm down. It takes time. It takes maturity. And it takes personal experience. We start personally experiencing the word of God in every area of our life. And we start developing. We start having maximum development. We start flourishing in every area of our life. So our roots get strong. Our roots get grounded in God's love. Our roots get grounded in giving. And it will be given to you. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. Our roots get grounded that we will not fear. That we don't have a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Our roots get grounded deep and strong in what? In the word of God. So that way when the storms of life come, we don't fall apart. We may fall down, but we get back up. We get back out. We may kiss the ground, but let me tell you, we're getting back up with praise hands. We're getting back up. We're coming back up. Why? Because we're rooted and grounded in the word. We know that God's word is the only thing that will never fail us. There's one, that's when, when the, the storm is coming, that's how it says, when I walk through the fire and I don't smell like flame, you're going to be crispy if you ain't got the word of God. You're going to smell like ash. Your hair, you're going to smell like burnt hair. You're going to be like, people are like, what happened to you? My life is falling apart. Why? Why? Because I can't afford fast food. What? Get a budget. Stop. Like people be complaining about weird stuff. But you know what? Sometimes nobody's ever taught you. If you, you know what you need to do is you need to seek a mentor for somebody who has some success, not full success, but some success in that area. Because nobody's perfect. So you're like looking for a mentor. You're going to be looking for the rest of your life. If you, you know, just look to Jesus then, you know. But in relationships, somebody's got a little success. They got some fruit. Ask them for help. Some of that little success, some fruit with finances, asking for help, you know. People be talking about, yeah, my credit score, my credit score. I'm like, don't brag about your credit score, okay. It's nothing to brag about. <laughs> credit doesn't build wealth, okay. Brag, not, maybe shouldn't be bragging at all, okay. But if you want to brag about anything, it'll be about investments. It'll be about that savings account. Come on. It'll be about those kind of things. But anyways. Well, personal experience. The older you get, you get a little personal experience. You get, a, you get, a, you get to make the choice, am I going to learn the lesson in life from that bad experience, and I'm going to move on, right? 
in every area. Life is a journey of growth, right? We either learn from that journey or we don't. That choice is up to us. You either repeat history or you make history. And I want to be a history maker. I don't want to repeat the same history as my parents. I don't want to repeat the same history as my generation. I don't want to repeat the same history of everybody else. I want to make history. I want to be a world changer. And how does that happen? With changing my world. Everybody's like, I want to be a world influencer. What, so I could travel the world. And what, what is that? What is that? How about you fulfill your destiny? What's God's plan for your life? What does it look like? You know where we learn? The, we learn through renewing our mind to the word of God. That's the only way that we're going to learn God's plan, God's purpose for our life. His vision, we renew our mind. His vision, when it comes to our finances, we renew our mind. When it comes to our relationships, we renew our mind. To what? To the word of God. When it comes to our health, we renew our mind to the word of God. We are healed by the stripes of Jesus. When it comes to whatever it is, we renew our mind to the word of God, right? Failure comes when we don't understand basic natural principles, right? Natural principles about finances, natural principles about relationships, natural principles about, you know, paying your bills on time. Nobody ever teaches you this. You're just wondering why you're just like in this horrible, like, I can never get out. And it's so wild that it's like, you can get out. <laughs> just stop spending more than you have and you'll get out. Seriously, and you'll get out of these, and then now you just stop fighting with each other because you're fighting about money. And okay, is anybody in trouble? I'm sorry. It's like these are just life lessons that we should learn. We come to learn the word to apply it in every every area of our life, so that we can be a success out there in the world, and we can be a testimony that God's word is alive in every area of our life, causing us to succeed causing us to succeed and prosper in everything that we do. We're blessed to be a blessing, right? Amen. Failure comes when we don't understand these basic natural principles of success or spiritual truth, right? Make good choices that make you successful in every area of life, spirit, soul, and body. You are a three-part being. We need all three of you, like spirit, soul, and body. You can't be here without your body, you know? Just, just saying. Anybody else? We, and your soul. Like, you need your soul intact. People will be going through a lot of stuff. Why? Because they are not waking up to the word of God. Power, love, and a sound mind. Right? We have all of this available. Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly in every area. Till it overflows, right? That good life, that sweet life comes from Jesus. So we got to wake up. We got to wake up to the word. We got to wake up to our purpose, right? Without renewing our mind to the word of God, then we're going to be making bad choices. We're just going to make the same choices as our parents. This is wild, but it is so true. Anyways, you could just look at your own life and you know that it's true, right? We fall, and if we don't renew our mind to the word of God, then we also fall for the lies of the enemy. We fall for the tricks. We fall for the strategies of this world, right? It's a way of doing things. We don't seek God first. Seek first the kingdom of God and his way of doing things. All these things will be added to you. All that stuff that you're so desiring will be added to you. 
Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom, right? The kingdom of God equals God's way of doing things. God has established certain principles of how his kingdom works, right? The, how, the dad of the house, he has principles. He has rules. He has lines. You don't cross. And when you do, you get the bottom. And when you do, you get, you know, whatever. Whatever it is y'all do. You get the crying in the corner. Whatever it is. One time... I had a teacher that would make us, if we talked, because I was a talker, if we talked in class, he would make us stand up and hold books. Hold books like this, like legit. He'd be like, raise your hands. Higher, higher. You know I did not talk in class anymore because I wasn't trying to get the gains in class. I was like, nah. <laughs> but hey, whatever works. It made me shut up real quick because you could do whatever, whatever you wanted to me. It wouldn't work. But holding books, just throwing that out there. Any, any parents need an idea? There's dictionaries. <laughs> Don't be throwing the Bible on them like, <laughs> Right? God has established principles. Like, we just got to learn them. And we learn them here at church. We learn them here or through um, Life Study University. We learn these principles here, right? The world's ways, our strategies, they're always opposite of God's way of doing things. Jesus says, the first shall be last. Lose your life and you're going to gain it. It's better to give than to receive. Give and it will be given to you. And and. It, the first time you hear that, you're like, what? Nah, I'm not giving my life away to anybody. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Now I'm going to make my life happen. I'm going to, you know, like, we just have it all. Give? You want me to give and it'll be given unto me? I don't think so. I keep and it'll be mine. That's how it works. No, that's not how it works, right? The world says self-promotion, self-obsession, come on, self-gratification, selfishness is the only way to the top. It's not the only way to the top. It's, it's the way to an endless cycle of life, of never being satisfied. It's never enough, right? Here at Love Life, come on, we found true purpose when what? When we laid our life down. When we laid our life down for others, when we start caring about others, we start serving on the dream team, when we know that we better get to church because they need us. There's a purpose and a plan. And when you get here, so many things have happened. When you get here, we were here for the Christmas production, and somebody had just got their wisdom teeth pulled. And they came in, and they were just helping. And then she was like, oh, all my pain is gone. She's like, do you guys need any more help? <laughs> it's just funny because you have a purpose. So your thoughts are totally focus on, I need help. I need to help others. I need to help here with the production. I need to help. It's, that's what happens when you serve. That's what happens when you lay your life down. You gain it all. There's, there's the true gains, right? Jesus said in Luke 6, 38, this is the message, give away your life. Come on, give it all away. You'll find life given back, but not merely given back, given back with bonus. How many y'all ready for bonus? Christmas bonus, end of the year bonus. Y'all expecting big bonuses? Here you go. Give your life away. Give your life away. Come on. Amen. 
Giving, not getting, is the way. Generosity begets generosity. When you start giving, your generosity begets generosity. As you give, you know that this happens, right? This happens as you smile and somebody else smiles. You're just giving that peace. You're giving that love. You're giving that expression. Just be the light. Be the light in the dark, busy world, right? You just smile and people are like, you know, be careful though. They'd be like, hey, <laughs> just be in the light. But anyways, here at Love Life, we're just doing what Jesus did, giving it all away, giving it all away, right? God's love is the root of our life. And our work and our service is just the fruit of that root. It's the fruit of that root. Our, we're so overfilled with love that we give it away. We're so overflowing with joy that we're giving it away. Come on, we're so overflowing with prosperity that we are blessed to be a blessing, to give it away, right? It doesn't have a hold on us. Nothing's got a hold on us. The only thing that's got a hold on us is the love of God, keeping us rooted and grounded, right? Right? We can love God, love people, and love life because he loved us first. It's the only way we can do what we do because he loved us first. Why? Because he loved us first. He laid down his life for us, right? It's the only way that we can choose to walk in love with endurance. You know, let me tell you, it's going to take some endurance. To endure all things, perseverance right there because he loved me first. Because he loved us first, right? Choose to persevere and give thanks whatever comes our way. How many know storms, situations, when you got kids and things come up, you know, with their health or when you're like, I would do anything. Remind yourself that Jesus already did. He already did. He already paid the price. We trust in him. We trust in the work of the cross. We trust in the blood of Jesus. Come on. That's how we're going to endure. That's how we're going to endure. Persevere. Choose to be humble, gentle, and kind towards ourselves and towards others. Be kind to yourself. When you're kind to yourself, then you're kind to others. When you're a meanie, grumpy, grinchy, whatever, Mr. Grinch, still in Christmas to yourself, that's exactly how you are to others. That's exactly how you are to others. Choose to be humble. Always stay teachable. What can I learn from this situation, right? This takes a close relationship with love. We got to develop our relationship with God, a real relationship, right? That father-daughter relationship, that father-son relationship, that Jesus is my best friend relationship. Come on, the Holy Spirit is my comfort, is my guide relationship. The Word of God is the foundation of my life relationship. That takes relationship, that takes commitment, takes devotion, right? Our success in life is tied to our relationship with the creator of all life. That's how we're going to succeed. That's how we're going to succeed. When we seek first the kingdom, we seek God's word first, right? Who desires that kind of relationship? Can I get an amen? Yes. Who desires that kind of relationship with God, with his word? Come on, with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus. God is love. God is love. That that love relationship is available to all of us. It's available to every one of us. This relationship, it's like every other relationship. It takes work, 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 da-da-da-da, work, work, work. That's right. It takes time. Come on, some of you have been married 20 years. 
Some of you have been married 25 years. Some of you have been married three years. You know, it takes work. It takes time. It takes practice. It's a journey, right? This relationship with God, it takes time. It takes maturity. And it takes a personal experience. And he wants you to personally experience him. He wants you to personally experience love in every area of your life. In every area of your life. And you know what it takes? Perseverance. Perseverance, right? Perseverance is the follow-through. It's the follow-through. Like you're going to put your word out there that I'm going to seek first the kingdom. I'm going to seek God's will. Then do it. Follow through. Keep your word. Keep your commitment. Keep that devotion, right? It's the staying power. When all hell's breaking loose in your life, you do not run from your faith. You do not run from the church. Come on, you run to your faith. You run to the house of God. You know where you are planted. You know where you're going to flourish. That's where we have our success. Takes perseverance, right? That's that staying power. It's the determination to finish strong. You gotta have that determination, take responsibility, get some accountability, have the determination that you are gonna finish strong. You're gonna set goals, you're gonna set dates, you're gonna set amounts, whatever it is you need to do, and then you're going to stick to it. Stick to it and ask God to help you. God, with that real relationship, come on, that personal, intimate relationship, God, I need your help. I need your help in this area of my life. I need your help. I know that you've made a way. I know that I have the victory. I know that I am healed. I know that you are more than enough. Come on. I know. I know. Help me, Jesus. Help me know. Help me experience that knowing. Because you can know. But it's a whole other thing to experience. It's a whole other thing to experience the love of God. It's a whole other thing to experience more than enough in every area of your life, God. It's a whole other experience to know that God meets all your needs. He supplies all your needs. He supplies seed to the sower. Get seed in the ground. Yes. Yes. Come on, that determination to press on and press in. Perseverance doesn't demand more than you have. It demands all that you have. So when you're in the storm, you need to remind yourself, this doesn't demand more than I have. It just demands all that I have. Will I persevere in this relationship? Come on, will I persevere with these financial goals? Will I persevere with my health? It doesn't demand more than I have. This workout doesn't demand more than I have. It demands all that I have. Come on, we're gonna live it, we're gonna leave it there in the gym. We're gonna leave it there with the sweat. We're gonna leave it there with whatever. Just remind yourself it's a mindset. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. Don't give up, get up. Be encouraged. Take courage. Paul said in Philippians 3:12, not that I have already obtained it, this goal of being Christ-like, or have already been made perfect, but I actively Press on. What do we do? Actively press on so that I may take hold of that perfection for which Christ Jesus took hold of me and made me his very own. Come on, we actively pursuing because Jesus, he already took hold of you and made you his very own. Brothers and sisters, wake up. Come on. I do not consider that I have made it, uh, made it my own yet, but one thing I do. Look at your neighbor and say, one thing. One thing, not 10 things, not 12 things, not two things, one thing. This one thing I do, forget what lies behind. Reach forward to what lies ahead. I press on towards the goal to win 
the heavenly prize of the upward call of Christ Jesus. Come on, the goal as true followers of Jesus is to be Christ-like. It's to be Christ-like. We actively, not, not, not um, lazily, not complacently, no, we actively press on so that we may take hold of that which Christ took hold of me. Come on, right? To be Christ-like, we first have to know him. To personally know him, personally experience him. Receiving Jesus is the first step, right? As Lord and Savior, it's the best decision that you'll ever make. But there's so much more to knowing him and knowing who you are in Christ Jesus, right? You became new on the inside, right? And then after that, you need to renew your mind. You have to grow up. We show up to grow up. Show up to grow up. Why? Otherwise, you're going to miss out on all that God has for you if you don't know. You got this all-inclusive pass, this all-inclusive pass to life. And if you don't know that you own this pass, then you will be miss out. You'll miss out. I never yet, never say never, I have yet to go to an all-inclusive resort. But one day I will, and I can't wait to say, when I went to an all-inclusive resort, then I understood salvation. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But it's a perfect example. It's all included. You just show your wristband or whatever. That's included and that's included. And I'll have another sandwich because that's included. And I'll have another dessert because that's included. And whatever else you do because I don't know, right? That's like a pedicure and a manicure. Oh, that's not included, man. I thought you said it was all included. <laughs> Take a massage. That's not included. Can I get an upgrade? Yeah, I'm ready for vacation. Anybody else? <laughs> Put it on the board. Put it on that goal. Budget it in. Save the money, right? We got plans for 2022. We got to renew our mind to the word of God. We got to renew our mind. We have an old way of doing things. We have the past, right? The way we were trained, the way we were taught. And we've got to take those off, to take that mindset off and renew our mind to the word of God, to God's way of doing things, right? Don't give up. Get up, and it's a process. Be kind to yourself and tell yourself this is a process, a process of growth, a process of maturity. Fight the good fight. Don't give up. Paul said to Timothy in 1 Timothy 6.11, but you, Timothy, I say to you, but you love life. Come on. But you are men and women of God, so run from all of these evil things, self-promotion, self-obsession, self-gratification, selfishness. Pursue righteousness and a godly life along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight for the true faith. Hold tight to the eternal life to which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. Fight the good fight of faith. Pursue righteousness and a godly life. Come on, along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. What are we supposed to do? Pursue, chase after, seek, practice, practice righteousness, practice a godly life, right? You don't just go from one day in the club and the next day you're like, oh, I just never desire any of that ever again. It takes practice. 
It takes a change of the way you think. It takes a change. You level up with your standards. You realize that that's not your way of life anymore, that you're not going to put yourself in situations where you can be compromised with what you're believing for, with the standard you set for your life. I can't set it. you got to set it for yourself. God set it for all of us. But we got to line our thinking up with that way of thinking, right? Pursue, chase after, seek, practice. Paul said in Colossians 3.12, So as God's own chosen people, say, I'm God's chosen. You are God's chosen, right? Who are holy, set apart, sanctified for his purpose, and beloved by God himself, put on a heart of compassion. We put this attitude, we put this way of thinking on. We change our heart. We change the way we see things. We change the way we perceive things when we put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility. We stay teachable, gentleness, and patience, which is the power to endure whatever injustice and unpleasantness that comes with a good temper. Whoa. That's patience. (laughs) You can endure all with a good temper, with a good attitude, with a good heart, right? Bearing graciously with one another and willingly forgive each other if one has cause for complaint against another. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so should you forgive. Woo! Anybody else? That's right. All right, we got to remind ourselves we're going through this holiday season. We're about to see a lot of family. We're about to spend a lot of money. Everybody's about to get all on each other's nerve. Somebody ate the last tamale. Forgive as the Lord has forgiven me. This is real. Come on. Bear graciously with one another. Be willing to forgive each other if one has cause, right? And that you should forgive. Beyond all these things, put on. Wrap yourself in unselfish love. It's not about you. It's not about you and your little circumstance. It's bigger. See the big picture. Find resolve in the situation, right? Which is the perfect bond of unity. What is the enemy after? He wants to divide us. Not here, not us, not in our family, not in our home. We live in unity, We are one family, one heart, one mission, one mind. We are one body, the body of Christ, right? And we're going to lay it all down for others. We're going to give our life away and we're going to find it. Bring in unity for everything is bound together in agreement when each one seeks the best for each other. It's time to seek the best for each other. Siblings, seek the best for each other. Seek the best. Don't think evil. Right? Believe the best. And if you're thinking evil, if you're saying, well, they think this and they think that, what do you think? How in the world do you think you know what they think? Stop thinking for people. You can't. Well, I think they think, what are you talking about? Stop thinking yourself. <laughs> Stop thinking way too much. This is for all of us. This happens to every single one of us. This is like, if I'm in your Kool-Aid, it's everybody's Kool-Aid, right? We should need a little sugar. We need more love in the, in the Kool-Aid. Not that you need Kool-Aid. <laughs> right? We're love life. That's who we are. We are better together. We are in this together. Right? We are stronger together. We are love life. Come on, we're a family. And we're not created to do life alone. You weren't created to do life alone. Do you know that you don't have to do life alone? If you do life alone, it's because you choose to. 
You have a family here who loves you and wants to see you succeed in every area of your life, right? We're not created to do life alone. And relationships take perseverance. They take perseverance, right? We all have different strengths and we all have different weaknesses. But when we unite together, all of us, come on, one team, one mission, one vision, one goal, one body, one family, that's us. We're one, right? Then your strengths, they become my strengths. Come on. Your victories, they become my victories. Your wins become my wins, right? Your success becomes my success and mine becomes yours. Because we're in this together. We're better together. We have differences. We're going to have disagreements. Call it whatever you want to call it. We're going to have conflicts. <laughs> We're going to argue, <laughs> right? That's life. We're family. Nobody talks about this, but we should talk about it. Like, oh, no, we don't fight. We don't disagree. We saw you. We saw you yelling at each other in the car. That bobblehead. <laughs> All of a sudden, you got out of church and don't fake it. No, we're real people. We go through real things. But we need to focus on God's word and bring God's word into every situation of our life, right? We just need the word to help us persevere through our differences. Not our opinions, our, the word. We need the word of God, right? We need to put our differences aside. And when we put our differences aside, then we can finally obey Jesus. And then we can truly help each other. This is what Jesus called us to do, to help each other, to comfort each other, to forgive each other, to encourage each other, to strengthen each other, to pray for each other, to be kind to each other. Come on, to live in peace with each other, to serve each other, to motivate each other, to submit to each other, to have patience with each other, and to truly love each other. Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens and influences another with discussion, with communication. Come on, right? When we have differences, disagreements, or conflicts, let's use our influence to what? To encourage each other to strengthen each other. We're going to use our influence through the word of God, through the word of God, and have healthy conversations. We're going to have helpful dialogues. That's what we're going to do. We're going to have heartfelt debates. How many of you are like a good debater? <laughs> Plead your case, right? Communicate. Communicate. Communication is face-to-face, -face, just in case anybody was wondering. All this text, DM, like, you know, stop. Let's communicate. Why? Because we love each other. We're in this together. We are better together. We are stronger together. I wasn't made to do life alone. You weren't made to do life alone. We are made to do life together. And we're going to win this world for Jesus together as a team. It takes all of us. As you bring your special part, I bring my special part. When we all bring our strengths to the table, we're going to succeed. Your family will succeed. Come on. Your health will succeed. Your relationships will succeed. Your finances will succeed. One in the relationship, one's a spender, one's a saver. You need each other. <laughs> stop spending <laughs> we all need that relationship that stop overthinking stop whatever you know get your life right get your mind right get your thoughts right 
We all need each other. We all need each other. There's different personalities, and we need each other. Don't hate on each other. Encourage each other, right? We weren't made to all be the same. If we were all me, then we wouldn't need, who would be sweet and who would be kind? We need sweet, kind people. We got people like, I know what I want. I just, I've been a super decisive person from young. <laughs> you just ask me, I've always got a wish list. It's from a kid. I, I know 10 things I want right now. Like, <laughs> ask me what I want. I'll tell you. <laughs> no, I won't. But anyways, i just been like that, you know. And then there's other people, and you, and you got like Shatay, and she's like, well, what do you want? I'm like, don't ask. I know what I want. I'm asking you what you want. Well, whatever you want is fine with me. I want to know what you want. Well, I don't know what I want. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, then we get there. And then she's so cute, you know. Well, then just order for me because you know what I want. And you know what happens? I do know what she wants. And I know that she doesn't like any cheese and she doesn't like any of this. And, don't, and, and all those exercises, the guacamole, everything, I'm like, just put it on the side and bring it to my plate. <laughs> right? But we're all different. Right? We're all different. It doesn't make one better than the other. Don't be bitter, Betty. Stop being petty. Stop being petty, Betty. Get over it. Put your big girl panties on and move on. Let's go. Heartfelt debates. Let's have them. Ask yourself when you're having these heartfelt debates, how can I help this situation? How can I grow from this situation? Don't ask yourself how can you can change them. No, that's not the question you ask yourself. How can I help this situation? How can I grow from this situation? Hash it out. Come to an agreement, right? Every disagreement is an opportunity for growth and maturity. When there's a disagreement, there's an opportunity. Are we going to grow from this? Are we going to mature from this? Or it's a revealing of our immaturity. It's a, it's a revealing of where we are at in that area at that time. Ooh, about that. Sorry about that foolishness that I said. Can you delete that text, you know? Stop rereading it, whatever it is. This is everybody. This is so true. Like, seriously. Husbands, is there a witness? Wives, is there a witness? We got kids, parents, everybody. Family, can I get a witness? Yes. We got to grow from this, right? Let's learn. This is what we need to do. Ready? You ready? We're going to ask ourselves, what does love require from me? Not from them. Not from others. What does love require from me in this situation? You want to know what love requires from you? Love requires perseverance. Love, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13, love suffers long. That's what it requires from you. Woo! I can't wait to get married. <laughs> love suffers long. Come on, just not in marriage, just in relationships, just in life. This happens. Love requires perseverance. Love suffers long and is kind. It does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Woo! Yikes, that rudely will get you. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. It thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, and love never fails. Love requires perseverance. And we need to ask ourselves, what does love require from me in this situation? And we're going to lay down our life 
and we're going to gain it, right? Relationships require perseverance. This Christian walk, it's all about relationships. Your Christian faith, your Christian walk, it's your relationship with God. It's your relationship with Jesus the Son. Come on, God the Father, Jesus the Son. It's your relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's your relationship with other believers. It's about your relationship with the unbelievers. It's your relationship with the local church. Come on, it's all about relationship. Build these relationships. Building these relationships is going to take perseverance. It's going to take resilience. It's going to take diligence. It's going to take devotion. A real relationship with God is available to the few, to the special. No, a real intimate relationship with God is available to everyone, whoever, anyone. You just got to want it. Come on. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 7, ask and keep on asking, and it'll be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock. Come on, knock that door down. Let's go. And keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who keeps on asking, keep on asking, keep on asking, just keep swimming, just keep going, just keep perse- uh, persevering. And he who keeps on seeking finds. And to him who keeps on knocking, it'll be open. This is perseverance, right? A real relationship with God. It's available to everybody. You don't got to be special. You just got to want it. You just got to want it. You got to want it. Ask. Persevere. Keep on asking and it'll be given to you. Seek. Persevere. Keep on seeking and you will find. Knock persevere and keep on knocking and the door will be opened, right? That compound effect is just around the corner. It's right there. Consistency is key. Don't give up. Never give up on yourself. Never give up on others and never give up on your faith, right? Develop perseverance. Keep your word. Follow through with your commitments and never, ever, ever, never, never, ever give up. Don't give up. Don't give in. Get up. Rise up and know that God has so much more for you, that this ain't the end. This is not the end of your story, right? We're just turning the chapter. We're just turning the next page. God has great things in store for all of us. We just got to align our thinking, right, with his way of doing things. And that's how we're going to have great success in every area of our life. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about love life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.